Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of the Best of Fives. Today we are counting up the best five road trip movies. And by we, I mean me, I'm Dave, and I'm here with my 15-year-old son, Jack. Hello! And Jack, this was your idea of a list. Why and how did you come up with this idea for road trip movies? Well, it originally came when I saw a movie that is on the list, I won't say which, for a non-spoiler alert, Um, but then I was thinking it would be good to make this list at this time as there are, as it is the summer and people are off work, on vacation with their kids or something, uh, taking a road trip themselves. Okay. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a vacation, but this is what a lot of people do. Or like traveling of some sort. Okay. All right. This is a good idea because uh, it lends itself to comedy and also lends itself to drama as well. So I'm interested to see what's on your list. Like you instantly had something in mind and you, because you're 15 and think you know everything instantly think you know what's on my list i know at least what the top two are i don't know i maybe not the order but i yeah what makes you think you know something because i know you quite well you don't you don't know anything about me okay all right are you ready yeah would you like to go first no no okay well whoever whomever is last that means like their last one has got to be like okay then i'll go first (laughs) (laughs) yeah <laughs> that was the quickest turnaround I've ever seen. My last one. Okay. <laughs> what is your number five, Jack? Okay, You're the right. fifth best road trip movie, in your opinion. Okay, this is a movie. Which you know, you're see the, the problem with this is I haven't seen as many movies as a lot of people because I'm younger than most people. And now I love I love this. Yeah, intro. this is this great. Is like, this is this is brilliant already. Okay. I'm hanging on every. And I have a feeling you're not gonna not you're not gonna be mad, but you're gonna be like, I don't know, questioning or just like I don't know about my entire list because you're gonna be like, I don't know. All right, because some of these things <laughs> okay. I have not seen multiple times. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. Well, my number five is a movie I just saw probably like a month ago, but that movie is Rain Man. Okay. Why did you choose Rain Man as your number five? Okay. The plot. I mean, the plot's fine. But it's completely driven by portrayals, I think. So it's Would the, you agree? It's the, it's the two lead actors' yes. performances that get it for you. That's pretty much the biggest reason why this is on the list. Okay. What did you think of the movie? I mean, that's not a movie oh, no. that a lot of 15-year-olds yeah. are sitting down watching. I remember I was watching it, and you sat down and kind of got sucked into it. Yeah. You, But you're a fan. Oh, yes. Who's better, Cruz or Hoffman? Probably Hoffman, but wrong. Nothing is wrong with Tom Cruise's performance wrong, in that. Wrong. Okay. Tom, this, this is Tom Cruise's best performance, I think. He wasn't even nominated. It, what does that matter? <laughs> you think those people know anything? Oh, okay. They can't even get the best picture thing right. You're gonna, you're gonna condemn Tom Cruise for not. No, being... I'm, I think it's a very good performance. I have a problem. I and and. And I say all this actually with my number five also being Rain Man. It is <laughs> yes. We have the same number five. Uh, all right. I love this movie. It's 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 Barry Levinson is a great director. The music is awesome. Tom Cruise. I love Tom Cruise in this way more than I love Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> I have a problem when any movie tries to portray someone with a disability. That it's such a slippery slope. And I think Hoffman does a good job. But this was the thing that, you know, brought autism to 
the the public eye yeah. and uh it, it has very little to do with a person with autism i don't like this is what people thought then we know so much more now so i guess it deserves credit for that like bringing awareness but i think people that still think you know they hear about people with autism and they think rain man well you got a lot to learn but i mean there are some forms of autism similar yeah it's it's you don't think so? I mean, you definitely have more expertise on that than I do. I think but. as time has gone on, I probably, when I saw this, this came out in 1988, and I remember, I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it, you know, cracking your knuckles. I'm sorry, I didn't even realize, I didn't realize show. I was doing it. Not okay. usually a good idea. You know, like, you don't hear Howard Stern cracking his knuckles in the mic. Honestly, generally. he probably would. Okay. I remember seeing this on cable, and really like probably about your age i mean i probably saw this around the same age yeah and enjoyed the performances just like you did and probably enjoyed hoffman more then but as time has gone on and watching this enjoy cruise way more now as time has gone mm-hmm. on and i told you my the, the best thing that i always think about with this <laughs> is a saturday night live sketch where dana carvey played the rain man yeah uh, ben Stiller was Charlie Babbitt, <laughs> and Phil Hartman was Pete Rose, and Pete Rose was at Rain Man's house trying to get stats from <laughs> Raymond about betting on baseball. It was fantastic, and I showed you a little bit of it. It's yeah. it's really really good. It's Tom Cruise when he was a fledgling like cast member doing his his or Ben Stiller doing yeah. his Tom Cruise. It's really really good. So it's hard to find stuff like that online, but uh, maybe we'll we'll try and find that and put it on our or uh, Neo's as Facebook page. All right, well, that means it's your turn again because oh, yes. we both had Rain Man as number five. You have a good list so far. Okay, this is going to be on your list too. It is? Oh, yeah. My number four is definitely going to be on your list. All right, let's hear it. My number four, another movie. I don't think... I've seen the entirety of this movie, like on TV. I don't think I've ever sat through start to finish this movie, but collectively have seen the whole thing and very much like it, and that is Vacation. National Lampoon's Vacation. Yes, the original. What do you like about it? It's hilarious. That's almost all that needs to be said right there. Okay. When I made my list, you brought this up just you know this morning, um, yeah. I tried to pick movies where the road trip really was the plot of the movie. Yeah. Because there are lots of movies where there are road trips in it, but I tried to do things where the trip is the crux of the, okay. of yeah. the crisis. And I think that Vacation falls into that because- yeah. It's him trying to get to Wally World. Like, that is the movie. Mm-hmm. And along the way, and like lots of things yeah. happen. <laughs> and the things along the way are all involved in that with the road trip aspect of it. Okay. It's like, that's kind of like what ca- is the catalyst for the events. All right, look at you, catalyst. I say that word a lot, and I just noticed that like last really? week. I do. You may be the first news as host of any kind to use the word catalyst. <laughs> wow. All right, you win the episode, no matter what. <laughs> From now on, you're the MVP. The most because of the word catalyst. You're the most valuable podcaster. Yes, you are. <laughs> My number four is a movie I do not think you've seen because it's pretty gritty and down and dirty. The movie is California with a K. I've never seen that. <laughs> great, great overlooked movie. Brad Pitt plays a guy that is a borderline serial killer, definitely a degenerate. And his girlfriend, played by Juliette Lewis, who I think they were dating at the time, are uh, answer an ad placed by David Duchovny, who is making a documentary 
about serial killers and oh, okay. going to the actual places where the murders happen. It's a dark, disturbing kind of movie, but they spend a lot of the movie in in a car going to murder sites. And as they go along, Duchovny starts to understand the danger that he's in because of this guy that he decided to take the trip with. Oh. It's great. It's an early Duchovny, like early X-Files Duchovny. Is it like pre or is it during X-Files? I think it's maybe first season. Okay. Like like very, very early. Um, And Brad Pitt, like this is one of the things, like I don't know, people, I really think Brad Pitt is one of, actually are uh, one of the greatest American actors of the past 20 years because he can do anything. He is mm-hmm. a chameleon. He can do lots of stuff. And if you feel that way and you haven't seen California, you got to see what he does with his character. It's it's really really good. I mean, you feel you feel like you need a shower after you watch this movie. It's <laughs> it's dark. But great. Don't look up California with a C. Look it up with a K cuz it starts with K. All right. Is that a factor in the movie, the K? I always just assumed that it was a stylized title. It was California with a K because of, like, killer. Oh, okay. Like, I don't, it doesn't ever really come up as to why it's called that in the movie. Juliet Lewis is really good in it, too. I'm a big Juliet Lewis fan. She's really good in it. All right. Number three. I, I, uh, I am pretty sure this is going to be on your list, too, somewhere along the way. My number three is a movie I have seen many, many times and holds kind of like a nostalgia, I'll say, and that is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Automobile, I said automobiles. My bad. And automobiles with an S. All right, I just second-guessed myself. I'm sounding like an idiot this whole episode. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yes, we watch this a lot. Every Thanksgiving and probably a couple times in between. Yeah. And this falls into that category to me where the trip is... The trip yeah. is the movie. Yeah, it's yeah. even in the title. Like that, everything. The title is the means of travel for this trip. Yeah, if they didn't, if they didn't go on the trip, nothing. Like, like it is. Like I said before, the crux of everything that happens. So it is the reason for the movie. So good choice. Yeah. All right. So do you have further say on this later? What's that supposed to mean? Like we didn't say much about it. It's not my turn. Okay. It's your turn. Okay. I was deferring to you. All right. Letting you speak your mind. You use the word catalyst. That means you get to talk now. Well, it seems like you're going on to your next one. I am. All right. My number three has the longest title of probably any movie that's ever been used on any best of five list. And I'm going to say the whole title. The name of the movie is Borat, Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Now, I know you haven't seen this. Just like a clip or two. Yeah, I won't let you watch this yet. But really, Borat is a road trip movie. He comes here to make a documentary about America and spends the whole time in an ice cream truck, sometimes with a bear, (laughs) driving across the country, experiencing American culture and punking people along the way. It's When that movie came out, it blew everybody's mind. And now when you go back and look at it, you know some of the things are probably staged, but I still admire Sasha Baron Cohen's style of humor where really what he's doing is making you uncomfortable. It's a Larry David kind of humor to me. It's It makes you uncomfortable, but at the same time, his comedy to me is social commentary because he is pointing out what people really are like 
And there's some really, really messed up people out there. And he just lets them hang themselves with their own rope. Like he puts a camera on him and he, he gets them started by being this character. But then some of the things that are captured on the trip, it's social commentary. And he's putting it out there. Like this is what people are like. He does it in all of his movies. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it. Where is this is just like off the like movie? That's not the right word. See, I'm okay. I can't speak. <laughs> you, you, catalyst, you're done. All right. <laughs> you're good. You can say anything for the rest of the time. You use that Where word. Where is he actually from? Is he English? Sacha Baron Cohen? Yeah, he's British. Okay. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. I thought you were going to ask me where Kazakhstan is. No. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you know where Kazakhstan is? Yeah, it's, a, it's one of the former Soviet, na- yeah. you know, satellite nations like it used to be the Soviet Union. Yeah, I think know? it's like right, like bordering Russia. Yeah, it used to be part of it, so yeah. All right, that means we're down to number two, the second greatest road trip movie in your opinion. Yeah, my number two is not on your list because you've never seen this movie. Oh, really? Yes. How do you know what I've seen? Because you haven't seen it. Okay. My number two is Logan. No, you're right. I okay. haven't I, seen I, I know you didn't see that. Uh, I saw this like almost like right as it came out. I went with my friends to see. We kind of snuck in, kind of, because we could have passed probably to get into the R-rated movie. Did you flash the word catalyst and they said, well, no. that guy's definitely Well, we did. 17. We bought tickets for something else. I don't remember what. And then because they, at the theater we went to, they took away like the little like uh, posters outside of the theaters to show what movies are in there. Probably so people won't sneak in. So I just knew that someone else at some point would have to go and watch this movie. I waited to hear what theater it was in. We all bought tickets for that one and just walked in there. This is like very complex. Yeah, I know. So so you put this kind of effort into your schoolwork. (laughs) You're going to Harvard, dude. Jeez. (laughs) This is like a a complex I had it all planned out. I'm like, that's right. Seriously. Anyways, this, uh, I mean, a lot of people would just consider, oh, it's a superhero movie. Definitely, but it really is a road trip movie that also uh, is a superhero movie at the same time in that the point of the movie is for Logan and Professor X and the his mutant clone, basically, to go travel to find the rest of the people. And they just are in a car most of the time, and they're... They, that's kind of what it is. The whole movie is like, like kind of like with Rain Man driven by performances and then of course there are action set pieces involved in this as well but i think that they effectively use i mean utilize the uh uh the uh okay see look at this again i can't use find the word the idea of a road trip yeah, as a vehicle just, yeah okay and like the whole it's the it's kind of how the movie happens all right well i didn't know that about the movie yeah. i thought it was just like him as an old man, and there's I knew there was this little it's a little girl, right? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. I just never got there. I didn't know yeah. it was a road trip movie. No, yeah, that I didn't really either until I went in. I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of neat. Like they travel, and then like when they stop somewhere, something will happen, and mm-hmm. they just keep keep and something, and then like you kind of see uh, Logan like get affected as it goes on. Something will happen. He'll just like lose some faith or get weaker because he's like getting older and basically dying and like you just see him like having to keep truck on there even though it's harder and harder for him which kind of makes it a little bit better okay well good i know it was even critically acclaimed so 
Looking forward to watching Logan. My number two has been mentioned by you, <laughs> and it is National Lampoon's Vacation. Uh, so you were right. Are you happy? Yeah. <laughs> it's my it's my number two. You thought this was going to be my number one. At first I did, but then I looked at my list and was like, you know what? Maybe it's one or two. I still did think one, so I guess I was partially wrong there. Okay. Well, this is like, I mean, you haven't had to go through this as much as maybe other people have the long car trip with the family and anyone that's done that can appreciate this movie more i'd say than people that haven't um my family would take long car trips when i was little i mean to colorado from Mm -hmm. pennsylvania and that's a long time in the car and you stop here and you stop there just like the griswolds do now we didn't kill anybody along the way (laughs) We didn't, you know, tie the dog to the to the mm-hmm. bumper. I mean, none of this stuff happened. Christy Brinkley wasn't stalking us, which is going on this whole movie. I'd like to point out, like, she's a stalker. Can we say that? Yeah. It's a yeah, little kinda. creepy. It's a little creepy. I think that's how she met Billy Joel. <laughs> Probably the other way, actually. Yeah, Billy Joel stalked her. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this is a classic. The the Probably the best relationship in it, and... And what, although I love all the vacation, well, I don't, nobody loves Vegas vacation. That's, that's a steaming hot turd. But the relationship between Clark and Rusty in vacation is the best relationship in the movie. And I think it partly credit goes to Anthony Michael Hall because after that, Rusty didn't matter. Like after that, the movies became about Clark. Yeah. Which is fine because I jump in front of a bus for Chevy Chase. <laughs> but that was cool. Like that happened the the their good talk son happened several times in the movie and when it happens in the other movies it's dumb. I mean, there's this uh the kid in European vacation is just just uncomfortable to look at. <laughs> I mean, he is the most awkward person I've ever met or seen in my life. And little baby Johnny Galecki doesn't have it in Christmas vacation. Forget the other ones, okay? Mm-hmm. And the Ed Helms one, too. Forget it all. But you that, don't like Ed Helms? Because Ed Helms himself is uh, rusty. Yeah, I forget <laughs> forget that one. That one's actually not that bad. Like, you can sit, sit and watch that and enjoy yourself because of the, actually, the cameos. Like, like you know, when Charlie Day does his thing in that movie, it's mm-hmm. hilarious. But it has nothing to do with yeah. Ed Helms and the vacation idea of it. But it's, it's, it's along those lines. The original vacation with Anthony Michael Hall, Emma Jean Coca and you know like all the little things you, you get you get cousin Eddie, Randy Quaid mm-hmm. like for the first time and then they abandoned him and brought him back yeah. even better in Christmas Vacation but all that stuff like you know that happened like like happens on a far less scale obviously they've exaggerated it but it's fantastic and you wrap it up with John Candy like what a what a yeah. great great movie Written by John Hughes, a classic. Yeah, it's got to be on the list. All right, what's your number one? All right. This I is the reason for the list? Yes. Okay. See, you, I mean, it is, I would say it is mainly a road trip movie, but there are some parts, I guess, not like 100% road trip. And because of that, it might not be on your list because you wouldn't have thought of it. But if I say it, it'll. I think it would get an honorable mention from you at least. But my number one, and this is still one of my favorite movies of all time. You can't question me on this, but that is Pee Wee's Big Adventure. 
You this is whenever you go on a trip, it doesn't matter where you're going. You take your little DVD player and you you yep. select the films that'll go along with you. This yep. always you've watched this movie in more states yeah. than I think anyone else has. I can quote almost the entire movie. It's a classic. It's a great choice. There isn't a lot. I mean, there the road trip is I'd say the road trip's like the two thirds of it. It's definitely part of the story though. I mean he has to go on the road trip yeah. to find his bike. But the whole first act is, you know, non road trip. Yeah. So because of that I wouldn't put that's on That's why that's why I wasn't sure if it would be on your list or not. But I think like uh, maybe not two thirds, but at least half of it is definitely road trip. Like the whole middle section. And then it ends with him at uh the Warner Brothers thing. But I would definitely say it, in my mind it counts as a road trip movie. All right. I'm I'm with you there. I learned something actually kind of cool about that movie not that long ago. Um, I think most people know that Paul Rubens is in Batman Returns as the Penguin's father. But I found out that the woman that is the Penguin's mother is Simone from oh, it is. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, <laughs> the, you know the the one that's going to yeah. go to France and they you know and when in the dinosaur and uh, yeah no. yeah she, Simone is the Penguin's mother and then it's a cool little callback like a Tim yeah. Burton kind of thing like keeping his yeah keeping his regulars out there. Also, that is my favorite Tim Burton movie. Well, the thing it, is, I don't like Tim Burton that much other than Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That's it for you. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I'm just never been a big fan. It's a great choice. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and say anything bad about your list. My number one has also already been mentioned. <laughs> it's not only the greatest road trip movie of all time. I've gone on record. We did this as a selection on the Grady's, the great 80s movie debate, and talked at length about it, that this is one of my all-time favorite movies. I think it's one of the best-made movies ever. My one and two are both John Hughes, and number <laughs> one is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's got everything. It's got laugh out loud comedy it's got rip your heart out drama it's got everything in it and kevin bacon oh yeah not that he is part of the road trip but yeah that's a great choice i'm impressed with your list i gotta say let's go back through our list do you have yours handy there yeah you remember it just for posterity's sake my number five was rain man my number four california number three borat number two vacation and number one, planes, trains, and automobiles. What about you, Jack? My number five is also Rain Man. Number four, Vacation. Three, planes, trains, and automobiles. Two, Logan. And one, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. All right, we had three matching. Did you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, like not many because, like I said before, there aren't too many, uh, uh, like movies that I have seen as like compared to other people, just because I've less years on earth but i have dumb and dumber which i guess is also kind of like half a road trip movie and tommy boy (laughs) yeah those are good choices as well i had those as honorable mentions along with zombie land uh we're the millers jay and silent bob straight back i always loved when you were little watching follow that bird (laughs) which is a road trip movie you had one that was a child's movie that's a little bit off the beaten path what was that one oh it wouldn't make my list but i was just like trying to think of one and i was like it's a what do you unconventional Mm -hmm. road trip movie and that would be finding nemo sure it it's a it's a road trip movie in the sea there's no road don't need a road where they're going they don't need roads yeah that's not a road trip movie all right (laughs) just laugh at my jokes play along for god's sakes all right, the last one that I had on here and that 
to me, it would have made the list because this will make any list that I can squeeze it onto, but there's just not enough. Road trip in the movie is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. There's definitely an aspect of that, but he spends a lot of time you know, in Vegas, not road tripping. So because of that, I didn't put it on the list. What movie is that again? Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I don't remember what that movie is. Johnny Depp, Benicio Del Toro. Nope. No? I'm sorry. All right. Well, if you ever learn want to learn about drugs, you watch this movie. Okay? Okay. I'll make you watch this movie at some point. Trust me. You okay. will see this movie. Don't you worry oh, about it. Oh, goody. Because it is a classic. Oh, boy. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this edition of the Best of Fives. Please go on neozaz.com where you will find more lists of all kinds of things hosted by all kinds of wonderful people. Way better than us. Right, Jack? Oh, yeah. Well, at least better than you. Yeah. Okay. I can actually agree with that. <laughs> as well as lots of other series. Uh, the Grady's Grady's Movie Debate uh, is an 80s movies podcast. We have several in-character shows where we delve deep into the obscure characters of things like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Seinfeld, The Simpsons, the kind of stuff that, uh, you know, geeks like us like. So... Please go on neozaz.com, listen to other shows, and we'll see you on the next list.